So welcome to UCR Presents What a Drag, episode two and three of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under combined. Because, you know, they were both exciting episodes, but I don't feel like they stood, they stood alone. They needed to be. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit straight away. Um, there was a little catastrophe recording episode two, so there was a little bit of a delay on episode two. So we decided to, <laughs> why not Why not have a double the fun kind of thing? Um, and, Look, and I'm happy to know. flashbacks. I am happy for flashbacks. We will do black and white flashbacks <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> so we're doing a bit of an update. Uh, we have a very special guest with us. Say hey, Matt. Say hey to the people out there in oh. Cyberland. Hey, Cyberland. <laughs> so um, you actually have a little bit of a... Um, professional relationship with Drag Race. Do you want to tell people about that? Oh, oh it's not that professional, actually, when I think about it. Um, I was just uh, pretty obsessed watching that season six and just decided to start um, violently uh, DMing Adore Delano. <laughs> and um, <laughs> then uh, a few months later, I got a call from her manager saying that she was coming out and I just ended up jumping in a video and like choreographing for her a little bit and yeah. It was just really random, really fun, but um, I wouldn't call it professional, no. <laughs> hey, well, it's close. It's a closer link to us than we've got. So. I was going to say, more professional than we've ever been. So, <laughs> so as Kat said, we are going to discuss episodes number two and three of Drag Race Down Under. Now, um, we'll start with episode two. Oh, Okay. Kat, you can go first. I don't even know how to start. So, Kat, well, what was well, your feeling? Let's just talk about JoJo being eliminated. How do we feel about her leaving after episode one and, like, her little message on the mirror? Was anyone sad? <laughs> Look, I should I should probably, like, speak up more because she's, like, my local queen. But I, ah. I, I really don't know that... I don't know that she should have gone. I feel like she wasn't the worst. I think she was the most shit, no. but <laughs> The most shit. <laughs> shit happens, well, let's, girl. Like... Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> Matt, what, any feelings on Coco leaving so early? Oh, Coco. Coco. Oh, no, sorry, not, no, not Coco. <laughs> Jojo. I'm so sorry. Jojo. Oh. I just, uh, I just feel like uh, Jojo kind of reminded me of myself, like had, like, just like wanted to just have this heart and this message to go in, but like just didn't have the execution just yet. And I'm, I'm really unfortunate that her story had to end so quickly because I think she had a lot to bring, but um, I just think that now we're looking at Drag Race, like, and looking over the whole history of it, where like, this is like maybe like close to the 20th season. So I think the Queens need to know that there's a certain like kind of standard level that they need to be bringing. And um, unfortunately, I don't think that she was up to par with some of the others. I completely agree with you, Matt, because mm. I think I think she was a very interesting contestant. I just think the little things, the little polish mm. she just didn't have, like, you know, like she had the hair net hanging out, like yeah. little things like that. Like oh, Michelle know. clocks every single one. Like yeah. Michelle was just the boom, boom, boom. Michelle but, um, just fucked her pretty much. Yeah, she had the heart though. She had the heart, she had the message. And I think it was, um, we don't get that representation, uh, especially as queer, like queer Aboriginal uh, kind of thing on, in any mainstream kind of display, like of media or what, well, whatnot. Well, this is the so, first like, time. Yeah, exactly. And like, even how she said that she grew up in missions and stuff. I was like, well, I didn't even know that that existed here. Like, and it's just like, it's crazy to think that someone like that I'm, I, I, I live kind of in the same country as, um, has experienced so much when I've just been so privileged and like, you know, but, um, yeah, to gone too soon, but it was, I think it was a sadly the, the one that had to. Look, I think that in the end, and we did have this conversation on the previous recording. Um, <laughs> the quality of the show itself isn't necessarily met production value-wise with the US. It, oh. We have a stranger <laughs> joining us. Oh, shit. Jeffrey Emmett, what are you doing here? She snuck in through the back door. You're muted, by the way. <laughs> I'm She's not... 
Tasha. You know I like to sneak in through the back door. We do that. <laughs> we do that. So, Jeff, this is Matt. Matt, this is Jeff. Nice to meet you. Hey, Jeff. Nice to meet you. <laughs> We've just woken Jeffrey up. What time is it in the US, my love? Um, 6.40-something. You've done well. Don't do that, bitch. My face is all You're looking good. You're looking good. You're looking good. Um, so we were just we were just talking not about as bad um, as this bitch. Oh, we're throwing cat shades straight away. Absolutely, I'm going to fucking start tonight. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, um, Jeffrey, we were talking about. Um, we've only just started talking about episode two. Um, how, what do you think of Australian drag or down under drag race so far? Um. I think RuPaul should be ashamed of herself only offering $30,000 like she can't afford it as the prize money. Oh. That's just embarrassing. And Look, she's two, hardly got to put her, her own hand in her own pocket, was she? Listen, <laughs> she's just cheap. I didn't know, you know, she was yeah, like that no, yeah. Jewish. Have, have you had a bit of a haircut, Jeffrey, of it? Uh, no, it's just a mess. Oh, okay. You're looking very slick. And, and my light went out. Oh, it's right. I think you have. You've had a haircut since the last time I saw it's you. Anyway, so, <laughs> what I was what was what I was just saying is the production values are obviously significantly less for the Australian version, the Canadian version, and the UK version. Um and the Holland version and the Spain version. And yeah, the everything that's not the US version gets those, you know. Cheaper well, dollary juice, and it makes it's the contestants look a little bit messier because they're yeah, not that's as what polished. I was going with Kat. I was watching a season two episode earlier because I was going through on stand to watch these episodes tonight to get fresh. Um, and they look rougher. RuPaul looks rougher. RuPaul's got oh, like, I don't know what's going on with RuPaul RuPaul's this got season. This going on <laughs> on my face right now, like you know, bronzer just smashed up the nose, whatever. And I'm like, oh, girl, like, it doesn't look cute. So she's obviously got everything on point now, not just the makeup artist, but the lighting, the, you know, everything. As we said, you've got to realise. Up, up, up. You've got to realise this. The American version is 14, 13, well, 13 plus what? Five seasons of All Stars plus Celebrity. Like, it's, as Matt said, it's, Nearly 20 seasons in. They've got that formula down in the US. They don't have it down here. And especially and they since don't. they had to move to New Zealand for the for the filming. Do you know what I mean? Then it's oh, just no, not I, there. I completely get it. Like I get it. Like I know, but you know, RuPaul look rough under that camera, except for the first episode when she couldn't do it because Raven wasn't there. But <laughs> you know, like it she don't she don't look rough still, like on even on the cheaper budgets on UK and the Aussie season, she's in the same. Make sure they lit her well. <laughs> All right, the let's not argue about Ruth's dress. Dress every motherfucking season. <laughs> well, look, no points for originality, but look, there are points for pulling this so quickly. I can't believe it was the second episode of the season, and we got to snatch game. Straight up, like, and man, I don't know what you guys think, but it was pretty. But before we bad. get into Snatch Game, <laughs> can we just quickly clarify? This is one of my notes that I I made sure I wrote down before actually got you to go. Snatch Game. Was that Art Simone had said that she has the best looks out of all of the queens of the <laughs> whole competition? Like, she actually made sure that was a point that she made. Before they even went into the the mini challenge and the maxi challenge, like she made sure that that was like her little bump up before they went to anything. It was like I had the best looks of the season, and then you know we all know it eventually later. But awkward for her. But anyway, let's look at this collection of characters that we had for snatch game so we had a Yay. dolly parton we had a dolly parton we had a bindi Irwin. we had lizzo we had <laughs> i know close we had queen elizabeth we had um oh what's her name jennifer coolidge 
We had a Moira Rose. We had Magnus Savansky. We had Lindy Chamberlain, and we had Doctor. The obvious winner. Yeah, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up honest. I think two of them were great, and the rest of them were just. Well, which ones were great? Horrendous. Please? Well, look, if you want my straight up opinion. I this do. bitch was iconic. Yes. I don't I don't care what happens. I had to tell I actually had to tell Jeffrey who Lindy Chamberlain yeah. was the other day. And now he's obsessed with the whole thing. But um I thought it was a very funny, darkly satirical take on not Lindy, but the character that the Australian media created for Lindy. Like, she looks nothing like well, her. I got that, too. It was, it was satire. It was terrible. Yeah, it was definitely I, satire. I, it was I don't know if fun. Lindy could watch that and think it's funny because, you know, but I'm sure she could appreciate that the fact that she's already been fucking smeared and run under tyres that, you know, what some drag queen does with what they've done to her is not that bad. She's probably oh, out chasing those dingoes, bitch. <laughs> oh. no, she's a um, don't she's joke, oh. love. No. <laughs> and then um, I think the second most amazing one was obviously Queen Lizzie. I mean, those lines themselves were it hilarious. Was good. Anita Winkler, <laughs> what track is? It's a I like that yeah, exactly. Was how amazing. do you like what do you, what do you do? Don't piss me off and wear a seatbelt. <laughs> I mean. So do we think Anita Wiggle as as that Queen is. Lizzie and etc cetera, etc cetera, as Lindy Chamberlain were the two best? Do we all um, agree on I that? Don't, I'm, I'm, I'm lagging pretty much, so I could be over talking. <laughs> That's all right, go. I thought it was really well done, but um, I was surprised to see a lot of. Well, I wasn't surprised, but there was a lot of online backlash, like thrown etc. way, and um, I think it it wasn't necessarily. Um, a great like I don't I don't like I don't understand stand culture and I don't think it's really uh, I don't understand how people would think that it's okay to like threaten or take anything personally from a TV show but like I think it was a great opportunity to open up a conversation um, about such a like a pop culture moment and it was like one of the first time like it was like the really the first media like murder trial that was like publicly like discussed and um, yeah, well, I think I, as, if we're honest, it was a it was made into a major motion picture during Meryl Streep, yeah, and yeah. then like Jeffrey had no idea about that because he's a New Yorker, and like yeah. this episode had brought that to the forefront. It was like a major yeah. moment in Australian history. So Jeffrey, I think, I think it was it has its pros and cons. You know, people yeah. can criticize and say, you know, it's a bit distasteful. Of course, it is. But it's typical drag, so you're either I with have, it or not. That's what that drag is. I've always been pushing those boundaries. Drag is always comment. It's satirical. It's taking shit up. So I Jeff, get it. I want to know. I, I want to know, Jeffrey, the Lindy Chamberlain thing. Now, tell me. <laughs> tell me your obsession level. Go. Uh probably twelve out of ten. And here's the thing, like, it brought it all back in the news. Everybody's commenting all over all the YouTube videos. I'm here because of RuPaul's Drag Race. So really, it brought it back to the forefront. So maybe people will, you know, get in touch with it again. So the next time a dingo steals the baby, they'll believe it. It just... It's such a crazy story. And, like, and I just, like... I didn't know that she was still currently alive. Like, I do wonder, like, how she would feel. I want like, to get her on the show, bitch. Um, she's not coming on this shit heap. She, she just did. She just did a a like multi part documentary for both Channel Seven and Channel Ten in Australia. She got that money. Like, oh, she got, that was. Did anyone clock the Dingo Ate My Baby joke episode one first scene of uh, like Down Under? Yeah. I was like, so it's just like it's interesting to see when another queen steps outside and brings up the same issue that has also been made fun by everyone. Like, why is it that, like it's it seems highlighted in a net? Like, I don't understand why it's like people are having this problem with this when we've all said it growing up. I knew growing up, like all my <laughs> all my parents were saying it. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty well, we live family, in an age now like, of cancel culture, don't we? So you know. If you can be offended over anything, you'll you'll 
you'll go for it. I um, think the fact look, that it is not it many is... babies get taken by dingoes, so I don't think it's this big epidemic or anything that we need to be really that upset over. I think it's really fucked what Lindy went through. Let's be honest. Yes. Like, well, that's went through some the shit. Point, the and point we we're trying ex- to make, we're not we're not getting on a soapbox about Lindy Chamberlain, but the point well, we're trying to make. I'm getting on one okay, so let me do All right, it well, let me flick Kat, my hair. just calm down. You flick your hair for a second, babe. Um, <laughs> the, the point is that I think it was uniquely Australian humour. Yeah. And that that necessarily doesn't translate for people that don't have that darker that darker sense of humour. That people are like, that's someone's child. It's like, yeah, but what Drag Race did is no nothing compared to what the Australian media did to her for 20, 30, nearly 40 years, like, they said that she sacrificed the child for, for like, Satan worship and da-da-da, and her children killed the child and her husband. Yeah. Like, this is, but, like, what's this the is difference like, between this? Thing. Yeah, what's the difference between this, though, and uh, uh, Anita Wiglet mentioning, oh, wear a seatbelt? Like, people were, like... You know, there's it's it's give and take. I think the problem with stand culture is people are very decisive of what they ca- what they care about and what they don't. Like the way that the like the seasons change, and it's just a matter of being on the same train. But like, I just think drag has always been there to satire, be a satire of what's going on uh, politically, socially, um, and it's just I think that people need to learn to take things with a great assault. I was really upset to see the backlash online after this episode about that. When it was the one of the best snatch game performances out of the whole thing. Look, it had to be because the rest terrible. was fucking dire. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Uh, <laughs> homeboy, should, he should have been sent home. That shit was wretched. That the, no, oh, that was bad too. That was so bad. <laughs> well, who are you talking about, Jeff? The, the one Which that, one had to get sent home? The fucking one whose husband died by Stingray. Oh, Bindi Owen. No, she was meant to be Bindi. She's meant to be Bindi Owen, his daughter. Whatever. Oh, Either way, hey, it was sorry, terrible. he thought it was the wife. It was yeah. trash. No, I've read lots of comments on Facebook that say that she was on your dancing Harry Irwin has the, the head of a, a robber's dog. And <laughs> <laughs> that's not my words. That's what I've read on Facebook. That would be so one of I'm, your four. <laughs> I'm sorry to do that. I felt the need to regurgitate that shit. But look, it's okay. Um, yeah, less said the better, really, about everyone else. Lizzo mm. was shocking. I don't know how you get oh. Dolly Parton so wrong. How Who do you get Dolly Lizzo? Parton Please so wrong? Please stop real quick. Who the fuck is Lizzo? I don't even Lizzo know. Lizzo is feeling good as hell. Still don't I know. My head Are you saying who is Lizzo? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was bad. She's the one that slides that like giant flute out of herself and like Yeah, that's her. <laughs> so we had, yeah, who else? Jennifer Coolidge oh, was passable, oh, but shit. It was she looked right. nothing like her. Jennifer Coolidge was too skinny. Like mm. The voice was yeah. good, though. The voice was good. Moira Rose, look, it shit. wasn't. It wasn't horrendous, mm. but she looked nothing like her. But she was shit. willing to. She was willing to give it a little bit of to and fro. I am Me? really disappointed. I'm really disappointed. That's the only thing that was good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in the Magda Sabansky. She looked so much like Magda's character. And then there was just no jokes. But she there was, was not. There was not one. I yes. said love. I said pet. I said love. Like she was Jeff, that you wouldn't know that character, but it's from um, a, a, a sketch show here that aired in the in the nineties called um, Fast Forward, and she was just a like a bogan. But um, you'll know she who looks, Mr. Banks yeah. is. You know who Magda is, but he won't know. The, he won't know the character. A sketch comedy character, no. But yeah, everyone else was fucking dire, and you could just. I, I could feel everyone's skin crawl. Like, you could see Reese and Michelle are just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, it's it was... on episode two, though. I, I guess, I, like, it, the nerves definitely would have had it. Like, uh, to, to this is the thing. There's been 150,000 seasons of the show. You know it's coming. Like, you know it's coming somewhere. Not an episode two, though. Come on, girl. But you know, they were a bit shocked. You go in prepared. If they you don't go shocked. in prepared, mm. Luke... Oh, sorry, Kat. Whoops. Excuse me. You if, if you don't me, go Luke. in... Like, if you don't go into this show with 
a fucking character knowing how to dance and knowing well, they all get the rudimentary, the knowing the rudimentary weight like rules of sewing then you're fucking yourself to start with like it's not like they're going to reinvent the wheel for australia you know that there's going to be at least one singing challenge there's going to be acting challenges there's going to be dancing challenges and there's going to be snatch game i'm not wrong i'm not wrong but speaking about some arguments let's um have a look at some runway looks shall we Change your costume, Girl. Mimi. Change it around. <laughs> I love a title card. So let, it was the sea sickening ball, this one, wasn't it? It was. It so was. who are we starting um, with? Because I've got notes look, here. I've got, got it. Let's start with Art Simone in the green. Um, yeah, she looked like shit. She looked like someone who'd shit themselves and forgot to wash their knickers after they'd shit them and they went all mouldy. And how many of these queens have been for this to happen as well? Like, you know? Jeffrey, what did we think of Art Simone? She was the green. Yeah. Oh, I thought it just looked very, like, dirty. I didn't care for the teeth. Like, I I just, he was a homely boy, and he was a homely girl, and his attitude sucks. So the (laughs) seafoam thing was just not cute to me. It just looked dirty, old, no. She looked like, like the drugs had taken toll. And they yeah. had- look, the only ones that I think are commendable to stand out to look a bit different are Karen from Finance as that giant shark. That was amazing. Karen, that was yes. That was, that was I that thought she was going to get ripped to filth for that. No, she looked cute because that's her shtick as well. Like, it's so cute and pathetic and crazy. It's we'll, we'll, talk yeah. More, yeah. we'll talk more about that later. But I also oh. thought et cetera, et cetera's look was something different. I yeah, thought, no, like, look, I thought that, like, she would probably score some dick wearing that. So, yeah, wait, go, which et cetera, one's et cetera. She's the, the one, one in the, the old school diver. diving suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, She was the new chaser. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, look, everyone else, everyone else is pretty forgettable, I think. I'm sorry. Uh, Scott I, Adams' uh, colour scheme or whatever, like, what is that, Mardi Gras, like, Mardi Gras and a coral reef? Like, He's going to win. I'm just like, nah. No! I'm, I'm telling you right now that Boy George hat-wearing, miserable little drama <laughs> queen is going to fucking win because Boy RuPaul little always, boy. <laughs> always, always picks those assholes. And it's like stuck up their ass that motherfucker's like the, gonna win. And I hate his guts. His whole life. I hate his whole life. Uh, well, well, someone's coming back. Ooh, the drama. Ooh. The drama. Mm. We'll have to wait. There's and so see. many rumors flying around, and I was like, no. <laughs> can we talk about can we talk about this fucking lip sync? I need to just break into Sorry. everyone here. Yeah. The whole big promo for this episode Kylie and Danny Minogue Kylie and Danny yes! Minogue Kylie and Danny Minogue and a Where random ass RuPaul song comes on for the lip sync <laughs> no 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 I'm can like, we just dial back a couple of levels before the lip sync where the fuck were Kylie and Danny they Minogue? were never going to be there never Kat. in the room no I they get were it. never going to be there but let's get some better production values. Send some better cameras in. Like, oh, Kylie, just ring us from your phone, girl. Ring us from your fucking quality than the shit they film that with. Danny's webcam was definitely better than Kylie's, I must say. I was like, (laughs) Kylie just looked like she put an iPhone like on the oh yeah. First time you've you've surpassed Kylie, girl. Get it. Not the first time. Oh, the cool, the cool gays <laughs> knows who, so who, you know. Yeah, exactly. That Neon Knights album could top the charts right now. Like, Work. I agree. So <laughs> after that, after that horrible, horrible lip sync, oh. um, we said goodbye to Art Simone in probably one of the most embarrassing <laughs> exit interviews I've ever seen. Oh, it's so sad because she had the best looks out of all of them, as she no, said. No, that was what was that? What was that exit <laughs> interview? I can't remember that. <clears throat> what would it doesn't mean she's the thing. most detailed in a hot mess express i couldn't even just this the sheer drama of it all it, trash trash you just look at him as a boy like if i saw him if that wasn't street, a hissy fit i don't know what was. 
I'd be like, <laughs> he lives in a trailer. He shops at Walmart. Like trash. Like. Oh, stop bringing up past producers. You're being so bitchy now. Oh, wow. Leave her. Um, Look, I'm going to be completely honest about the episode two. I was ready to check out after episode two. I'm like, if this is as good as it's going to get, I am done. Because that was, bar again, bar Lindy Chamberlain and Queen Elizabeth, that was... Probably one of the worst episodes of Drag Race I've ever seen. Oh, come on, it wasn't that bad. We've had worse in America. Yeah. We'll we'll move on to we'll move on to episode three now. It ain't um, easy getting in front of a camera when you're used to being on stage and having all that shit put in your face and everybody's producing the shit out of you, telling you what role to play. It's not easy. Yeah. We've all been, we've all had our brushes with reality TV, Jeff. It's okay. Promises, promises. So, yeah, we're moving on to episode <laughs> three. Um, now, as I said, I thought episode two was probably the worst episode, one of the worst episodes of Drag Race I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and for a Snatch game, I yes. think it was, there's only like one or two Snatch games that, have, that I've seen that were worse. I was like, oh, God. But episode three, I was pleasantly surprised Although I do think that Miss Coco Jumbo got a bit too big for her boots with saying she was a lip sync assassin and rah 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 and like oh, reading Art Simone. But if you sent home oh, Art Simone, you would totally be in the same boat. <laughs> um, it was just shit. And the lip sync at the end of that episode too, I just found was not. I didn't think it was amazing. I thought it was a bad song. I, you know, it was a RuPaul song. And just thought it it didn't lend to either of their strengths either. I just I, I I don't think either of them were worse than each other. I don't think any of them like I don't think Coco Jumbo was a lip sync assassin. I think bitch, you were lucky that Art Simone assassinated Yeah, you're lucky that bitch suicided because it was it was not cute. The whole thing was just. Ugh. All right, so let's let's get down to um, some conspiracy theories. Who do we think wrote this note? Looking back on the eliminations, there's only been two. It's like who, like the options aren't very like. There's not many many choices, and it's like who do you think is going to come back? Why do you think we're watching out? Oh, because someone just had a hissy fit and like. <laughs> well, I like, think they're trying to allude to like one of the current contestants may have written it instead to like you know. Oh, psychologically fuck them out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was, what, like a little, what was a sort of... twink like that Scarlett Adams would do something like this. Gotta be careful oh. of those pretty boys. No. You too, gotta be careful of those pretty boys. So we moved into um, a weird Baywatch challenge, which I don't really have much to say about. <laughs> um, I just uh, said you had balloons in her, her leotard. Which was cute, you know. Over the top, over the top. And you had Krusty the Clown. Yeah. Karen from Finance. Just, I was like, oh, all right. Look, I'm really sorry, but um, I know that Karen from Finance is a very, like, loved queen, but I'm not seeing the... I've never seen a live or anything. I'm not seeing the appeal. I, she's not funny. Um, The looks are polished. She's huge down here in Melbourne. Yeah, the looks are polished. Look, the looks are one hundred percent polished. But yeah. from what I've seen, she's not. If she's if she's meant to be a comedy queen, well, I just, ain't seeing it. Well, that one bitch, you wouldn't even know he's on the show. He had only done like one little confessional video. What's the one? The short, fat one. <laughs> um. Oh, Maxi. Yeah, him, Maxi Shields. Even know, I was like, all of a sudden, his confessional popped up. I'm like, where the hell he come from? And then when when they did that, I saw that uh, Coco Jumbo finally did Lizzo for real. Can I can I put into my notes on Maxi Shells for episodes one, two, and three? That mm, breastplate, yes. fucking hell! Get a lot of shade, girl. It don't match. It too fucking dark. You either fake tan yourself, rock yourself. Don't use that fucking two tones darker skin tone breastplate. In every single outfit you're wearing, it's doing head in. Either bronze that head and shoulders, 
or get a lighter breastplate. Like, girl, I'm sorry that that was the one that was on sale or whatever you were doing at the time. But holy shit, every time I see you in it, in every single challenge with the with the teddy plate, it looks shit. It actually looks shit. And I know that you can do it a drag because I've actually seen you so many times in Sydney back, you know, 30, 40 years. You've seen her lighter. without the breastplate? <laughs> I saw her, like, you know, when she didn't oh. need the breastplate because she wasn't a mess. But, but anyway, as, 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 you know, famous drag race alumni say, choices, um, we moved into um, a very interesting challenge. As I said, I thought that last episode was probably one of the worst episodes. I said this episode was red hot. I was like, okay, I was quite impressed yeah. with the quality of the song, given what we'd heard from... What the, Michel, uh, the UK Michelle Visage vehicle, but from the UK, from the UK, um, from the UK version and the the Canadian version, the music hasn't been really great. This is was okay. I'm surprised there weren't more actual singers, but everyone just you know sing speaks now. Um, let's talk about Group One, shall we? Okay. Now. So this was Coco, et cetera, et cetera, Scarlett Adams and Anita Wiglet. Yeah. Now this group got um, very high praise for their choreography. Uh, um, now, I was we'll, we'll talk I about was... it more later. We'll talk about it more later, but um, I think that Scarlett and et cetera, et cetera, were probably the, the standouts. In that yeah, group. Scarlett shouldn't be running around in a top <clears throat> where her male chest is showing when it's not meant to be the feature. That's, that's what's and happening these see days. Male though. nipples everywhere and this flat little bony chest. Bitch, either fix it up or make it the prominent feature and make it be what should be shown because it was very clear it wasn't what she intended and it just looked like a lazy job. That was my note. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got opinions. Ooh. Yeah, cats. Well, you know, fuck, something. don't do it. You just don't do it. You know, we've all got great chess, yeah. I'm sure. But either make it the prop, like the reason that you're showing your male chest, or don't. <laughs> Jeffrey, any opinions on the first group? Uh, I was really <laughs> hoping they would be bad because I just, I hate. The whore Scarlet with a passion. Um, <laughs> but they, they were actually all right, like, because they were just catty bitches. But those guests that they had on, we didn't even talk about those two weird guys, the one with the frosted tits and the pushed-in face. Who were they? Oh, <laughs> Troy Savard. And I didn't even know who the other guy was. Oh, Troy Savard. Leland is um, <laughs> one of RuPaul's stink, um, songwriters. Oh, because his he, face he, is all pushed in, looking like and Troy Savard is an is um an Australian singer. That's true. Just Australian icon, really. Austra yeah, Australian gay I icon. They were other. I missed yeah, the blonde hair. That was upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll do it as cat. Cool. I didn't know who they were either. <laughs> You're all showing your your age a bit there. Um, yeah, probably. Um, All right, let's talk about bitch group people in the same year. Don't get cute. Yeah, I know who they are though. <laughs> Work. Um, let's talk about group two. Oh so we my had God. Maxie, Maxie Shields yeah. and her breastplate. We had Ketamine. We had Karen from Finance. And we had Electra Shock. Okay, so my notes again for Maxie were that two tone tit plate. I can't fucking deal with it. I'm sorry. Now that you pointed it out, I can't stop I know she a bit lazy. I know when they, she lay on the floor, they are saying, oh, you should have been fatter and lazier. Um, I just can't deal with it. I think, you know what? If you go on, on a show like this, invest some money. Get some tits that match your skin tone. Very basic. Yeah. Um, um, nah, do you I agree, can't do you deal agree with, with um... Yeah. Sorry, do you agree with um, the how the judges seem to think that uh, uh, Auckland 
uh, Electra Shock was just like kind of making it more about herself. Do you like because? No, I yes, no, this is what I, no, yes. this is what I want to talk about. I, that was, was wrong. That okay, fucking let bitch. me go first because I'm the one who put makeup on. I think right. that was wrong because in any other fucking season of Drag Race, if someone killed it and dropped their shit and worked their pussy and whatever, they'd be all like, "Oh my god, like amazing, amazing." And I feel like they turned the knife against her. Like, I thought that she did her best with what she had to go with. And she tried to make them look better by using her dancing skills to pump it up. And I think that they sort of turned around. That's just how I feel. Jeffrey? He looked like he was having a seizure while he was dancing. It wasn't good. Maybe had he shined and it was good... They wouldn't have put the knife in his back, but he was terrible. He'd already done his wah-wah queen for the day I own a dance studio. Well, maybe that's why you lost it, homie. Fucking take a class, because you didn't look good. Oh, oh shit. No. And um, now, we'll, now we'll hear from two professional choreographers in the room. Uh, Matt, do you want to go? What did you <laughs> think? What do you think about the drama? I hope... Well, um, I think, like, the whole... Just performance against performance i actually um think the second one was a bit meh and i was a bit more into the first but um i just like didn't really it didn't come together for me like it wasn't actually a package that i would want to enjoy if it wasn't just presented to me on force um but i think it was great that uh Alicia got to share that side of her and it was really great to see her become part of the girls and especially when maxi was like um Really kind. Of, I feel like like he was seen as such an underdog in the first two episodes. So it's kind of nice to see more embraced by the other queens. But um, I'm just waiting for the choreography to like evolve a little bit more than just the jump split that everyone goes eight for. Like I'm just like it's been like that. That's like that's been like the the climax of every lip syncs for the past like seven seasons. And um, I'm just like I'm just kind of over all of that like stuff. Um, choreography wise, the first group was very clean, very together, very entertaining. The second just was, looked like a little bit of a sloppy mess. But um, I agree, right. a bit of a sense of community and they worked together. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna disagree with you. We're gonna have really? choreographer wars. Yep. yep. I thought, I thought, get the it, only Abby reason- Lee. Come on, Abby Lee. Get oh, no. I- <laughs> I thought the only reason that that first group was together was because it was so simple. And obviously that's the job. That's what they wanted. They wanted a clean together girl group. Okay. I don't think that, I don't think you can level the critique because I watched them both several times. You can't level the critique at Electra that she tried to out dance everyone when Scarlett had two of her cast members. Oh, I don't agree with that. Lift her to do a backward split leap over someone else while everyone else just moved her around the stage. I don't think that's a valid critique. I think that maybe they don't like the character that choice. much. I I, I, totally I thought think, that she, she was, yeah. perform, performance-wise, I thought she outperformed everyone, but they're, they're calling her the Beyonce. It's not a group that's going to win the show. It's an individual that's going to win the show. So why wouldn't you want to stand yeah. out? Who's the one in the yellow yeah, outfit? I'm with you, bitch. I'm with it's you. Just, again, I am with it's you. like, it's just that's, um, the sorry, that's... draw, really. You just got to yeah. do what you got to do. And... That's yeah. ketamine. No, I felt like <laughs> her... her that, she critique... stood out to me. Yeah. That's what I I'm saying. I felt like the if critique this... against Electra was unfair. I did feel like she was targeted. And I felt like sometimes they can switch the narrative of the show. That's what I was saying. If it yeah. was any other season... If it was some other bitch, if they wanted them to win, they'll be saying, oh, she was so amazing okay, in this that's what situation. Half, listen, maybe that is acceptable dancing down there, okay? But, like, rules from, like, that just, he didn't, it didn't look good. His dancing, his technique, his style, his seizure, like, manic fucking thing he had going on was not good. Like, so, yeah, if you're trying to be the star. It's hard to look good doing that when you don't look good. <laughs> she stinks. All right, so I think I think had these groups been slightly different, I think if um, Coco and Maxi were in the same group, they both would have been in the bottom, and they both deservedly would have been in the bottom. Um, 
that's all I'm going to say about that. We'll move on, I guess, mm. to the runway for this episode, shall we? Change your costume, Girl. Mimi. Change it around. This week we had Bogan Prom. Let's look at it. So we had etc. etc. on the end in basically a tracksuit and Ugg boots. What the she fuck? She was like a real shit Paris Hilton, wasn't she? Like, isn't that what she was no, going for? Like, it's she was trash. going for that. The good back idea was Jay- gold. What the she fuck? was going for that that early two thousands J Lo sweatsuit look that everyone tried to do and is very popular still in the inner west of Sydney. So it is um culturally correct. Utah and more. <laughs> exactly, Matt. Um, not really a formal way. You know, the guy who invented the goon sack was Australian, and he only like died like a, maybe two three years ago. Well, there you go. The more you know. Thank Have a you, bit of Matthew. Australian culture in there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, Coco Jumbo in a dress that doesn't awesome. fit. Yeah, she looks like fit. a big purple grape that needs to. Just... In shoes that don't fit and look like they're about to explode. She looked like oh. Grimace. She looked like Grimace. You all know Grimace, oh, right? <laughs> I don't get this Anita Wiglet look. I don't get it at all. You know, it was shit. I, I, the blacked out teeth, I guess she was going for a bogan look, but I don't get the yeah. dress. She had little ciggies no, on her ears, on her um, earrings. But so, I, so look, I'll give it, it to Scar. I'll give it to Scarlet. The goon sack dress was pretty epic. Yeah, Wait, no, I didn't love goon sack dress with the ciggy earrings as well, the, but she the, made it work. Wait, are you, are you talking about the space trash look? Yeah, yes. so it's a, it's cask wine. Oh, he doesn't know what a goon sack is. Oh my yeah. god, because oh, he's not from okay. cask oh, yeah. wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I loved the wine purse of the thing, but the dress itself I just thought would look like space trash. It didn't fit. <laughs> it didn't look like the top of it didn't fit well, right. Well, bitch, you didn't get the joke because the whole fucking thing was that it was meant to all be one big goon sack, which is one big wine bag. So it's basically anyway. a bag of wine in a box. That's how we used to have these. Well, then I don't get most of those bitches up there. Yeah, no, I don't get most of them because they are good. Um, but <laughs> Electra Shock in she looked like Cindy Lauper. She looked like, like Cindy Lauper meets, meets Madonna. After meets she got Madonna. Like bitch lives in a trailer. Um, oh. ketamine. Oh, there was like a home ke- invasion. Ketamine missed missed the fucking the brief a hundred percent. Maybe she was the pink lady that just happened to be. Yeah, she looks like a fifties like rocker. I don't get she what looks like Cindy like Lauper. Like... Had she done MDMA? <laughs> exactly, Cindy Lauper now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then oh, I was going to say Karen for finance, but no, little Maxi Shields. Um, yeah, with those tits that still don't match. And then yes, change your costume, Maxi. Change your titties, Maxi. <laughs> And then Karen from Finance in a horrible pantsuit. Um, but I, I thought Karen from Finance in a horrible pantsuit at least looked like she meant to wear a horrible pantsuit. So. He's got the the pointed hair, right? The blonde hair is the point. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think the reason why he's laughing, he gives good face behind the scenes. Like, if you've noticed, he his confessional's on there a lot. His confessional's are good, but that does it's not... He's a very famous queen here in Australia. Like, before the show, he's a famous queen, and I'm not seeing the appeal. Oh, I think what, a lot of what is the appeal? not going to translate to this show, because you could be a famous queen anywhere, and RuPaul's Drag Race is very particular. It, that shows kind of sets up people that don't have a certain aesthetic attitude to fail. But this is the thing. She's she's a Polish professional, like, merchandise-selling queen. Like, she's A-League. That's why, as it was discussed, these people didn't audition. These people were invited to be on the first season. That's so cool. They were yeah. sourced. They were sourced via the internet. So they knew what she was capable hmm. of. Like, they know what she's capable of, and I'm not seeing it. I Like, I really want Karen to be amazing, but... I ain't seeing it. I just feel a little let down. Yeah, I agree. I don't think any of them are that great. All right, let's let's look at the lip sync. 
again, Coco Jumbo barely knew the words and apparently is a lip sync assassin. And then um, I I yeah. don't know what was going she on. Assassinated with the, herself. <laughs> I don't right. know what was going on with um Electra's choreography. He it looked was like, like he was having a seizure, Steve. That's like him telling no, you. It looked like um it looked like we were back in new school hip hop class at full time. He's not a good dancer. <laughs> exactly. It was like popping and locking weirdness. Yeah. Well, she is better than Coco Jumbo, Jumbo, so leave her alone. I they were not Rosa Moves, all right. No, they weren't. Coco Jumbo. <laughs> so, yeah, fun. sadly, yeah, sadly, we had to say, or sadly or not, we had to say goodbye to Coco. I, just um, I didn't see anybody. Hey, bitch. Like, so, like, to see someone who I know and who I love watching perform, uh, and then just to see that not arrive on the TV show, I'm like, okay, I'm a pro. You don't warm up on the Day, you give it all you got in the first go, and like, I just like, nah, nah, let's cut them, let's yeah. go down. I'm just like, the the queens that have been individually selected, they're all very good in their right way, but I feel like together, they're just, a, I don't know, they're just not gelling well together. Yeah, it's not a good like mix, a great I don't cast. Think. Yeah, like, yeah, I was really interested to see who got, who made the, uh, who made the cut considering that um i did a little bit of drag down here and i got because i was dancing i did a lot of dance work in sydney that's how i know a lot of the queens so it was just like it was interesting to see who got picked and when they were like back who the entire cast was because there's a lot of talent in australia and it's just really sad that this was kind of like the first season because i feel like it's going to impact the brand um down here and there are so many queens that could have would have just gone on and just like killed it as johnny said Sorry, yeah, sorry, as Johnny said in our um, lost episode, the and Cat Cat alluded to in our lost episode as well. Um, the second That's season queens it. have already, the second se- season queens have already signed NDAs, so oh, they're ready to go. I know they're, they're ready to go. So I've got a name. Okay. I know a name. At the end we of know the day. a name. So that look, they're not. I miss you, Matt. Add me to. Add me to Facebook. We'll we'll talk. Oh, we'll, this talk. Bitch. we'll talk. Nine for a day. We'll <laughs> um, so look, next episode looks like it's gonna be interesting. We're going to have a sewing challenge on RuPaul's drag race. I can't remember the last I honestly can't remember the last one. Bianca. <laughs> It's always been an unconventional well, yeah. challenge, like unconventional material challenge rather than a sewing challenge because everyone knows their way around a hot gun, glue gun, but like, yeah. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see, definitely. It'll be interesting to see what comes. I'm interested to I see think... what the next challenges and the like later challenges will be because they've expected each year drag racing to expect so much so soon. Does that make sense? Like, um, the challenges are getting like much more bigger and much more like, um, like, challenging like like what they're doing too was like what they were doing like grand finale of like season two three it's just like dragons become so much big so big it's interesting to see where they're going to go with this because i feel like it's elevated even more i did say this last time as well it's the level of expectation um now that you're on that show is like beyond like beyond what anyone auditioning for the first six seasons would have expected i think after season season five and season six was where the show apex and it was like this is what the show can be and it, this is the talent it can find and they've been just trying to either chase that or extend that feeling but the queens that are coming on now know that they come with designer couture gowns ready to go they it's pay not, it's exciting and the things are it's, the same. And that's the thing. That, like, they kept doing new things every season and then all of a sudden it was like oh it's the same shit like who cares and the queens i felt like you know that one season there with the adore and all them like they were crazy bitches yeah. it was entertaining where these guys i think are a little bit more chill they're not as or they're more or aware of social media. They don't want to like, shoot themselves in the foot. Right, right. Because if you come across as a bitch, it could fuck you. But this is what I said. They they all came across as bitchy. That first episode, and this is what I said on again on the lost episode. Um, acting like a cunt is not a talent or an right. attitude. Right. Like that is like that 
you've got 550 million nasty queens that can do that. What about the one That's... that said, I think it was the beginning of the second episode. It's like, oh my God, it's so horrible watching her dreams get ripped out from underneath her. And I'm like, bitch, it could have been you. Shut the fuck up and sit down, you dumb bitch. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? But I want, yeah, I want to see uh, a little bit more originality. I want to see some Australian I... gumption and, you know, get to it. Like, I want to see some comedy. I want to, I want to see something that, I I won't see on UK and I won't see in Canada. I won't see on Drag Race. I want to see want something some that's more, uniquely Australian. Want some more dingoes. I just want something. I don't <laughs> I know. Really I that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a little like we had. I don't. You know yeah. the original couple Sorry. seasons uh, we had untucked, where all the drama, like the show after the show, that yeah. was great. Like it usually brought itself. I don't feel like that would be going on here. No. But too, we don't know. Like, was this, this, you said they moved it to New Zealand to film? Yeah. So they probably had crazy protocols. Everybody was wicked stressed well, this out. Is, it was, it was mid pandemic. Look, we've got to cut yeah. them some slack. And I think the, de- the second season will definitely be a step up, no matter what happens. I think season, season two, when we get around to it, yeah. will definitely, will definitely be a step up. It, it's just like it's the so season hard. 13 queens. They had to adapt and really like put on just, and where, where 13, I think did it quite successfully. I think the international versions are struggling a little bit because they don't have that huge workforce to, to do it's all also that. Really, it's, yeah, it's really interesting to see where Rue is going as well. And who he's giving like the, like kind of like host role to, because I feel like, um, he like not going to Canada was an interesting choice because Canada's so close. But then he went to the UK. He's done. It was. It was I was surprised to see him walk through work uh, workroom. To be honest with you, I think at this point RuPaul's going to do what RuPaul wants to do. The fact that his husband he's is Australian always done it. Yeah, like he's not going to be anywhere he doesn't want to be. I don't think he was up for going to Canada in the fucking freezing cold and. And whatnot, and well, and I don't understand why you can just have Canadian queens on in America. You know what I mean? Like it's RuPaul's Drag Race. It's North America. What I don't. It's yeah. just but like, when was Brooklyn the idea to be that host? Because Brooklyn, like, what? That was an interesting choice. Well, look, choices again, choices. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I think that about wraps it up for this action-packed <laughs> double episode. <laughs> Oh, and the lovely Catherine. Girl. And the lovely Catherine. I was about <laughs> to let you I was about to let you close out the show. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So thank you, Jeffrey, and thank you, Matt, for joining us tonight. Um there's a lot <laughs> I think there's a lot to be seen. So we will um we'll keep watching. And Kat, you'll be back with who knows as your co-host next time. Exactly, because we just don't know anymore. You just um, never know when the bitch is gonna show up. Well, exactly, and like what they've taken. So, look, I've I've really enjoyed tonight. I've I'm glad that we've recapped episode two and three, and I can't wait till we recap episode four of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> All right, from this big packet of cigarettes, we'll see you later, everyone. Bye. <laughs> It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.